श्री साई सच्चरित चैप्टर फाइव रिटर्न विद चंद पटेल्स मैरिज पार्टी एज हिंटेड इन द लास्ट चैप्टर आई शैल नाउ डिस्क्राइब फर्स्ट हाउ साई बाबा रिटर्न टू शिरडी आफ्टर हिस डिसअपियरेंस दैर लिव्ड इन द औरंगाबाद डिस्ट्रिक्ट इन अ विलेज कॉल्ड दू वेल टू डू मोहम्मदीन जेंटलमैन बाई नेम चंद पटेल वाइल ही वॉज मेकिंग ए ट्रिप टू औरंगाबाद ही लॉस्ट हिस मेयर फॉर टू लॉन्ग मंथ्स ही मेड अ डिलीजेंट सर्च बट कुड गेट नो ट्रेस ऑफ द लास्ट मेयर आफ्टर बीइंग डिसअपॉइंटेड ही रिटर्न फ्रॉम औरंगाबाद विद सैडल ऑन हिस बैग आफ्टर ट्रैवलिंग फोर किलोज एंड हाफ he came on the way to a mango tree at the foot of which sat a fakir he had a cap on his head wore kafni and had a sakta under his arm and he was preparing to smoke a chili on seeing chand patel pass by he called out to him and asked him to have a smoke and to rest a little the queer fellow or fakir asked him about the saddle chand patel replied that it was of his mare which was lost some time back the fakir asked him to make a search in the nala close by he went and the wonder of wonders he found the mare there he thought that This fakir was not an ordinary man but an availa He thought that this fakir was not an ordinary man but an availa He returned to the fakir with the mare He chillim was ready for being smoked But two things were wanting One fire to light the pipe and the second one water to wet the chappi the fakir took his prong and thrust it forcibly into the ground and out came a live ember which he put on the pipe then he dashed the sakta on the ground from where water began to ooze the chappi was wetted with that water then wrung out and wrapped round the pipe thus everything being complete the fakir smoked the chilim and then gave it also to chand patel on seeing all this chand patel was wonderstruck he requested the fakir to come to his home and accept his hospitality next day he went to patel's house and stayed there for some time Patel was a village officer of Dhub his wife's brother's son was to be married and the bride was from Shirdi so Patel made preparations to start for Shirdi for the marriage the fakir also accompanied the marriage party the marriage went off without any hitch the party returned to Dhub except the fakir who stayed back in shirdi and remained there forever 
how the fakir got the name sai when the marriage party came to shirdi it alighted at the foot of a banyan tree in bagat malsapati's field near kandoba's temple the carts were loosened in the open courtyard of kandoba's temple and the members of the party descended one by one and the fakir also got down bagat halsapati saw the young fakir getting down and accosted him ya sai others also addressed him as sai and thenceforth he became sai baba contact with other saints sai baba began to stay in a deserted masjid one saint named devidas had been living in shirdi for many years before baba came there baba liked his company he stayed with him in the maruti temple in the chavadi and for some time lived alone then came another saint by name janakidas baba spent most of his time in talking with him or janakidas went to baba's residence so also one vaishya householder saint from pantambi by name gangagir always frequented shirdi when he first saw sai baba carrying pitchers of water in both hands for watering the garden he was amazed and said openly blessed is shirdi that it got this precious jewel this man is carrying water today but he is not an ordinary fellow as this land was fortunate and meritorious it secured this jewel so also one famous saint by name anandnath of yavla math a disciple of akalkat maharaja came to shirdi with some people when he saw sai baba he said openly this is a precious diamond in reality though he looks like an ordinary man he is not a ghar but a diamond you will realize this in the near future saying this he returned to yavala this was said while sai baba was a youngster baba's dress and daily routine in his young days sai baba grew the hair on his head never had his head shaved he dressed like an athlete when he went to rahata he brought with him small plants of marigold jai and jui and after cleaning them he planted and wanted them a devotee by name vamantathya supplied him daily with two unbaked earthen pitchers with these baba himself used to water the plants he drew water from the well and carried the pitchers on his shoulders in the evening the pitchers were kept at the foot of the neem tree as soon as they are placed there they broke as they were made of mud and not baked next day tatya supplied two fresh pitchers this course went on for 3 years and with sai baba's toil and effort there grew a garden 
on this site at present stands the big mansion samadhi mandir of baba which is now frequented by so many devotees the story of padakas under the neem tree a devotee of akalkot maharaj by name bhai krishna ji ali bhakkar worshiped the photo of akalkot maharaj he once thought of going to akalkot take the darshan of padakas of the maharaj and offer his sincere prayer there but before he could go there he got a vision in his dream akalkot maharaj appeared in the vision and said to him now shirdi is my resting place go there and offer your worship so bhai changed his plan and came to shirdi worshiped baba stayed there for 6 months and was happy as a reminiscence of this vision etc he prepared the padakas and installed them on an auspicious day of shravan saka 1834 under the neem tree with due ceremonies and formalities conducted by dada khelkar and upasani one dikshit brahmin was appointed for worship and the management was entrusted to devotee sagan complete version of this story mr b v dev retired mamlatar of thana and a great devotee of sai baba made inquiries about this matter with sagan merunoik and govind kamalakar dikshit and has published a full version of the padakas in sai leela volume 11 number 1 page 25 it runs as follows in 1834 shaka one dr ram rao kothare of mumbai came to shirdi for baba's darshan his compounder and his friend bhai krishna ji ali bhakkar accompanied him the compounder and bhai became intimate with sagan meru naik and gk dikshit while discussing things these persons thought that there must be some memorial of sai baba's first advent at shirdi and his sitting under the holy neem tree they thought of installing baba's padakas there and were going to make them of some rough stone then bhai's friend the compounder suggested that if this master was made known to his master dr ram rao kothare he would prepare nice padakas for this purpose all liked this proposal and dr kothare was informed of it he came to shirdi and drew a plan of the padakas he went to upasani maharaj in kandoba's temple and showed him his plan the later made many improvements drew lotus flowers conch disc maze etc and suggested that the following shloka regarding neem tree's greatness and baba's yogic powers be inscribed the verse was as follows 
सदा निम्ब वृक्षास्य मूलादि वासात सुदास्द्रविनम तिक्तमफ्य प्रियमतम तरुम कल्प वृक्षादिकम साध्यंतम नमामीश्वरम सद्गुरुम साईनाथम I come again Sada nimba vrikshasya muladi vasat Sudas dravinam tikta mafya priyamtam Tarum kalpa vrikshadikam sadhyantam Nama mishwaram sadgurum sainadam Upasani's suggestions were accepted and carried out the padukas were made in mumbai and sent to shirdi with the compounder baba said that they should be installed on the purnima of shravan on that day at 11 am gk dikshit brought them on his head from kandoba's temple to the dwarakami in a procession baba touched the padukas saying that these are the feet of the lord and asked the people to install them at foot of the neem tree a day earlier one parsi devotee of mumbai named pastashet sent rupees 25 by money order baba gave the sum for the installation of the padukas the total expense of installation came up to rupees 100 out of which rupees 75 were collected by subscriptions For the first five years, G.K. Dikshit worshipped the Padukas daily and then this was done by Lakshman Kancheshwar Jakadi. In the first five years, Dr. Kothare sent rupees two per month for lighting the lamp and he also sent the railing round the Padukas. The expense of bringing the railing from the station to Shirdi and roofing was paid by Sagan Merunaik now Jakadi does the worship and Sagan Merunaik offers the naivedya and lights the evening lamps Bhai Krishna ji was originally a devotee of Akalkat Maharaj he had come to Shirdi at the installation of the padukas in Shaka 1834 on his way to Akalkat he wanted to go to Akalkat after taking the darshan of baba He asked Baba's permission for this. Baba said, "Oh, what is there in Akalkot? Why do you go there? The Maharaj of that place is here, myself." Hearing this, Bai did not go to Akalkot. He came to Shirdi off and on after the installation of the Padukas. Mr. B. V. Dev concluded that Hematpant. did not know these details had he known them he would not have failed to depict them in his satcharita wrestling bout with mohidin tamboli and change in lifestyle to return to other stories of baba there was a wrestler in shirdi by name mohidin tamboli baba and he did not agree on some points and both had a fight in this baba was defeated thenceforth baba changed changed his dress and mode of living he donned kafni wore a langoth and covered his head with a piece of cloth 
He took a piece of sackcloth for his bed and was content with wearing torn and worn-out rags. He always said that poverty is better than kingship, far better than lordship. The lord is always brother of the poor. Ganga Gir was also very fond of wrestling. Once while he was wrestling, he, a similar feeling of dispassion descended over him, and at the proper time he heard the voice of an adept saying that he should wear out his body playing with God. So he too gave up sansara and turned towards God-realization. He established a mat on the banks of the river near Pantambe and lived there with his disciples. Sai Baba did not mix and speak with the people. He only gave answers when he was questioned. By day he always sat under the neem tree, sometimes in the shade of a babul tree near the stream on the outskirts of the village. In the afternoon he used to walk at random and go at times to Nimgaon. There he frequented the house of Bala Sahib Dangle. Baba loved Mr. Bala Sahib. His younger brother named Nana Sahib had no son, though he married a second wife. Bala Sahib sent Nana Sahib for taking darshan of Sai Baba, and after some time with his grace, Nana Sahib got a son. From that time onwards, people began to come in large numbers to see Sai Baba, and his fame began to spread and reached Ahmednagar. From thence, Nana Sahib Chandurkar and Kes of Chidamba and many others began to come to Shirdi. Baba was surrounded by his devotees during day and slept at night in an old and dilapidated masjid. Baba's paraphernalia at this time consisted of a chilling, tobacco, a tumoral, long kafni, a piece of cloth round his head and a sakta, which he always kept with him. The piece of white cloth on the head was twisted like matted hair and flowed down from the left ear on the back. This was not washed for weeks. He wore no shoes, no sandals. A piece of sackcloth was his seat for most of the day. He wore a coupin and for warding of cold, he always sat in front of a duni, facing south, with his left hand resting on the wooden railing. In that duni, he offered an oblation of egoism desires and always uttered Allah Malik. The masjid in which he sat was only of two room dimensions where all devotees came and saw him. After 1912 there was a change. The old masjid was repaired and a pavement was constructed. Before Baba came to live in this masjid he lived for a long time in a place Takia where with Gunguru tied on his ankles. Baba danced beautifully and sang with tender love. Turning Water into Oil Sai Baba was very fond of lights. 
He used to borrow oil from shopkeepers and keep lamps burning the whole night in the masjid and temple. This went on for some time. The bhaniyas who supplied oil gratis once met together and decided not to give him oil. When, as usual, Baba went to ask for oil, they all gave him a distinct no and perturbed Baba returned to masjid and kept the dry wicks in the lamps. The bhaniyas were watching him with curiosity. Baba took the tumoral, which contained very little oil, put water into it and drank it, and then forced it out to fall into the container. After consecrating the tin pot in this way, he again took the water from the tin pot and filled all the lamps with it and lighted them. To the surprise and dismay of the watching Baniyas, the lamps began to burn and kept burning the whole night. The Baniyas repented and apologized and Baba forgave them and asked them to be more truthful in future. The Pseudo Guru Javarali Five years after the wrestling about Above mentioned, one fakir from Ahmednagar by name, Jawahar Ali, came to Rahata with his disciples and stayed in Bakal near Virabdara Temple. Near Virabhadra Temple. The fakir was learned, could repeat the whole Quran and had a sweet tongue. Many religious and devout people of the village came to him and began to respect him. With the help of the people, he started to build an Idga near the Virabhadra temple. There was some quarrel about this affair on account of which Jawaharali had to leave Rahata. Then he came to Shirdi and lived in the masjid with Baba. People were captured by his sweet talk and he began to call Baba his disciple. Baba did not object and consented to be his chilla. Then, both Guru and Chela decided to return to Rahata and live there. The Guru never knew his disciples' worth, but the disciple knew the shortcomings of the Guru. Still, he never disrespected him. Observing carefully his duties, he even served the Master in various ways. They used to come to Shirdi off and on, but their mainstay was in Rahata. The loving devotees of Baba in Shirdi did not like that Baba should stay away from them in Rahata. He even served the Master in various ways. They used to come to Shirdi off and on, but their mainstay was in Rahata. The loving devotees of Baba in Shirdi did not like that Baba should stay away from them in Rahata. So, they went in a deputation to bring Baba back to Shirdi. When they met Baba near the Idgah and told the purpose for which they came, Baba said to them that, the fakir was an angry, ill-tempered fellow. He would not leave him and that they should better go back to Shirdi without him before the fakir returned. 
while they were thus talking the fakir turned up and was very angry with them for trying to take away his disciple there was some hot discussion and altercation and it was finally decided that both the guru and chela should return to shirdi and so they returned and lived in shirdi but after a few days the guru was tested by devidas and he was found wanting 12 years before baba arrived in shirdi with the marriage party this devidas aged about 10 or 11 years came to shirdi and lived in the maruti temple devidas had fine features and brilliant eyes and he was dispassionate incarnate and dhyani many people namely tatyakote kasinath and others regarded him as their guru they brought jawaharlal in his presence and in the discussion that followed jawahar was worsted and fled from shirdi he went and stayed in bijapur and returned after many years to shirdi and prostrated himself before sai baba the delusion that he was guru and sai baba his chela was cleared away and as he repented sai baba treated him with respect in this case sai baba showed by his conduct how one should get rid of egoism and do the duties of disciple to attain the highest end that is self realization this story is told here according to the version given by mahalsapati in the next chapter ram navmi festival the masjid its former condition and later improvement in it etc will be described bow to shri sai peace be to all